You're listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Dr. Rani Bora and Liz Scott. In each 10-minute episode, Rani and Liz explore the powerful truth about resilience, resourcefulness, and psychological well-being. And the good news is that it's much more simple than you ever thought. Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Liz Scott and I'm a well-being coach. And hello everyone. My name is Rani Bora. I'm a psychiatrist and a coach. Liz, uh, today let's talk about bullying. And I'll explain what I mean by that. I think very loosely, we either, either we use the word bullying and However, the people who we accuse of bullying us might not see themselves as a bully. And they might just sort of um, be acting a certain way. But our perception is that they're a bully. Um, and I want to address that because uh, recently did a survey about stress and you know what people think causes them stress. And there were a few things that came out. And one of the things that uh, quite a few people talked about was bullying at work but I don't want to make it just about adults and bullying and at workplace I just want to sort of talk about perhaps even bullying for children and say a child is you know ex- experiencing bullying um, say at school and then you know and that's clearly a behavior which we say is not acceptable is not tolerated but can we put a different spin to this whole thing about bullying and, and was it that we rather than us being the victim of bullying or feeling that we just have to accept whatever the other person is saying. How do we really sort of, in a way, tune into our well-being and do what we can do best, given the circumstances, given our experience? Mm. I think that's a really, it's it's a really good one to talk about. And I know that, um, I know that, you know, people will have either experienced bullying themselves, either maybe at work or maybe as a child they remember, or they might know someone who's experienced bullying. And I guess the the health warning with this is that we're not in any way condoning the behaviour of bullying, but there is a different way of looking at it. And I think it's a really, it's it's a very resourceful way to look at bullying, to try and understand what's going on in a slightly different way. So I'm going to give you an example, Rani, and and it would be good for you to maybe talk through this example and and we can um, see where we go with it. And it is an example of bullying in the workplace. And it was an example from my workplace, actually, some time ago. And I had um, a manager at work that I felt didn't really like me. And um, it got to the point that she would walk in in the morning and she, in my world, she would completely ignore me. She'd say hello to everybody else in the office and she would ignore me. And I and I felt that she was causing my distress. I felt that she was undermining me. I felt that she was doing it in such a subtle way, like she was being very manipulative and cunning in the way she was bullying me. But she was responsible for the way that I felt. And the way that I felt, it seemed to me at the time, was I just felt re- really not valued and sort of a victim, I guess, of the workplace. Now, I see that differently now, but that might be a good example. It's my example mm-hmm. of, to kind of explain what, what you're talking about, about seeing this slightly differently. Yeah. So how, how might I have seen that slightly differently when I was in that workspace? Well, see, the thing is, 
we can you know we can only think of scenarios and say maybe this is how you would have seen it differently but there's no way we could we could tell isn't it because people could still have this understanding of the inside out understanding or the three principles and they still could really get caught up and think in this case my experience of bullying is definitely because of what's happening out there and the specific action the other person is taking towards me and, and although that might appear true and like you say we are definitely not that saying it's it's the right saying but we are just looking at sort of you know where does you know we are we are pointing people back to our resourcefulness we are pointing people back to seeing something fresh even in that scenario which appears very unacceptable so um it might seem that like our perception might be that oh they are doing it intentionally and they they are doing it to make me feel a certain way and i feel a certain way because of what they are doing specifically but the thing is the mind doesn't work that way you know although it might seem like in this particular scenario is definitely my boss causing me stress you know even you know this is not science because how can someone else really have a power to make us feel a certain way or not although it seems like that and again that's the illusion you know we keep falling for as a human being again and again and the more we see that you know we might not have a choice as to whether they bully us or whether they had that action or not but we only have an experience from the inside out we only ex- have an experience of the bullying the way we experience it you know say say there are two people in the sort of in the office having the same boss who has this sort of behavior who has action towards everyone or maybe those two people those two people will have a different experience of their boss with their sort of bullying behavior however you want to name it and the more we see that our experience of what's happening out there in the office office space or even in a school playground or amongst our friends is still coming from us you know and 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 that's the way the mind that mind works that it might just dawn on us to do something different about the situation mm. we might just suddenly realize that oh okay this is how the mind works and soon sort of rather than me trying to fix my boss or sort of you know just ple- keep pleasing them the more i sort of sort of know with the you know the sit sit with the knowing that i will get an answer you know fresh thoughts uh, will come to me and then sort of the more i get muddled up and overwhelmed and i'm trying to sort of um just chewing over the problem again and again i can't seem to hear my own wisdom my own common sense about how best to deal with this situation but the more i know about the workings of the mind something feels right to just step up and say actually this is unacceptable or just maybe make a complaint to the sort of the the, the next supervisor or so on and so forth this understanding doesn't make someone a victim this understanding is just gives you the sort of the resources to just deal with the situation in front of you the best way possible no and I, and i really really get what you're saying and it's actually really interesting because i I've, i've never i haven't brought this up for ages this this experience that happened many years ago but if i'd known what i know now just what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me it's like if i knew to tr- trust in my own resourcefulness to trust in my own wisdom and and if i knew that it was impossible for that person to make me feel a certain way then my sense is that i probably would have dealt with it sooner in a constructive way which was to say this isn't actually acceptable behavior in the office but it, i wouldn't have done it feeling like i was a victim and i think the other thing which um i've just thought about now is that 
again, if I if I had had this understanding that I can't, somebody can't make me feel a certain way, I think I also would have been much more understanding of the of the bully by understanding that in her world she was just caught up in her world and she was probably in a very distressed internal state herself for her to behave in this way so I would have had again I'm not condoning the behavior but I think I would have understood much more compassionately what was going on and then I would have done what needed to be done does that make sense yes yeah and you see there there are like implications to behavior it's it's not like people just keep doing whatever they're doing and there's sort of no, there won't be any consequences to it. You know, we, we live in a society, there are some rules we have made up and it was what's acceptable behaviour and what's not acceptable behaviour. So clearly there will be implications. But what we are pointing to is like, we might not be able to change that person, um, to change that um, boss or to change the attitude. Uh, but the more we really understand this and we really understand where attitude comes from, where there's sort of, you know, how they too are human beings, they too get caught up in a thought-generated reality and act out of, uh, when they're, they're bullying, they are acting from a place of insecurity. We don't take it personally. Mm. We don't think, oh, you know, it's my job to make my boss happy and just keep doing those things, you know, just to please them. We just, you know, we just more like in a way bask in the personal power and then we know that they are not in a good good place and sort of we might not want to deal with them ourselves and, you know, we, we have all the systems in place, but that also allows us to just detach ourselves and it really the main key is not to take any bullying behavior personally. Mm-hmm. and make it about us, like, oh, I'm not good enough, this is why they're bullying me. And so very important that kids, if they get it at this stage, rather than waiting till they are adults, when they get that, when there's bullying, it's really not personal about them, it's about the other person. Yeah. I think that's very freeing. I think it's very freeing indeed. Um, and just reflecting, like I was saying, on, on my own experience of it as an adult, um, it feels freeing just reflecting on it. And the, yeah. And the other thing which just comes to mind as well is that of course the 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 bullying behavior was just a tiny proportion of my what I perceived because it was my my real distress was caused not when she was in the office but when I was thinking about her and when I was worrying about what might happen and how I might respond to it and when I would sort of seek people's advice and whip up the story and and try and find people who would kind of buy into my it was almost like quite innocently what I was doing inadvertently is that the behavior was one thing but it was only a small part of a much bigger picture and that picture was very much something that I was generating myself quite innocently um, because I didn't understand what was actually going on it's interesting isn't it yes so if you know someone who's being bullied or if you are being bullied we're just saying we're not saying that that behavior is is right we're just saying there's a different way of looking at it and when you see it from slightly a different angle it might be that what happens is you start to really trust your own resourcefulness and wisdom and do what needs to be done in a resourceful and respectful way. Absolutely. So, we've come to the end of our podcast on bullying, and next week um, I think it would be quite nice to take a different tack and to, to maybe look at meditation. Meditation and 
Um, and the difference between that and maybe a meditative state, what are we talking about? Yes. Because I think all of us would like the idea of being in a bit more of a peaceful state of mind for longer. So shall yes. we do that next yes. week? Let's do it next week. You've been listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Liz Scott and Dr. Rani Bora. Check out coachingconnect.co.uk and ranibora.com for information, articles and ideas about well-being. Well-being.